Welcome to Deborah Byrne Psychology Services Podcast. I am Deborah Byrne, a psychologist and your host for today. In my podcasts, I talk about a wide range of topics, including relationships, parenting, education, disability, mental health, and the most important topic I consider of all, self-care. I like to keep it informative and practical so that you can become empowered. This podcast is for adults and is for informational purposes only and should never replace your regular therapy sessions. Episode 179. Why does sibling rivalry continue in adults? What is sibling rivalry? I've covered sibling rivalry in children in a previous podcast, so do look it up. But a simple definition of what sibling rivalry is about is the jealousy, competition and fighting between brothers and sisters. When we hear about sibling rivalry, we often think of children acting as I've outlined above with fighting, jealousy and competition going on. But unfortunately, it may well last into adulthood and for as long as the people involved live. It can start even before the new sibling is born, while the mother is pregnant or waiting to adopt a child, and continue unless steps are taken to overcome it. Why does sibling rivalry happen? Sibling rivalry doesn't just appear out of thin air. Our environment in which we grow up does play a large part. Remember, sibling rivalry isn't inevitable though. So parents can help their children to move beyond this type of competition, jealousy and fighting. And I've also outlined how you can do that as a parent in the podcast on helping children and sibling rivalry. So why could sibling rivalry occur and continue into adulthood? As I said, it usually starts in childhood with parents either not being aware of what is causing the issues or because of neglect and or abuse in the home. If the parents can move the children out of this type of behaviour, it usually stops. But if they don't, it may continue. So what is going on in the minds of these siblings? The child feels threatened. A new sibling can feel threatening to the other sibling. A new sibling tends to get a lot of attention as well in the beginning. The child can feel they have to compete for the parent's attention and love. They may feel fearful they are losing that love or they won't be cared for in the same way by the parents. It is of course up to the parents to soothe the child's worries and concerns here but if that doesn't happen then the child will grow up still feeling threatened by the other sibling. The child develops feelings of inequality. This can often occur when the child feels that they are not being praised or punished or cared for equally within the home. The child thus develops feelings of insecurity as a result. Now, this could be an actual reality for the child where a parent does prefer one child over another or because of childhood neglect or abuse. Parents need to monitor their own behaviour to ensure they are treating all their children equally if they want to avoid this happening to their children. The rivalry develops as the child develops into an individual in their own right. As children grow up, they develop their own likes and dislikes, strengths and talents. They will learn how to communicate these within the family and to outsiders. There are two things that can cause sibling rivalry to develop here. Firstly, if these preferences, talents and strengths are in contradiction to the rest of the family, parents may encourage sibling rivalry in order to get the child to conform. Secondly, if the sibling rivalry is present already, 
These shows of talents, likes, etc. can lead to one sibling making fun of the other's preferences. This kind of poking fun at can also turn violent, leading one sibling to dominate the other or to use passive-aggressive means to get at the other sibling. We need to also be aware that sometimes it may be the sibling who feels they are not being heard can be the one who finds ways to get back at the other siblings also. Not being able to achieve what other siblings can. This can start out as developmental differences in childhood. Children don't understand that they may not be able to do something as quickly or as easily as the other sibling. They will do so in their own time or may have different talents and strengths than their siblings. But this can lead to them feeling inadequate as a child. If not handled properly by the parents, if they encourage childhood jealousy and competition, this may develop further. The child grows up feeling discouraged, inadequate and not even realising that their talents are valuable as their siblings. Other reasons. The siblings may not know any alternative method to deal with one another. The child's basic physical needs are not being met by the parents, i.e. not enough food, water, shelter, clothing, etc. Physical or emotional abuse or neglect by parents is occurring. What are the signs of sibling rivalry in adulthood? Siblings can continue the rivalry that started in childhood right up until they die, or they take active steps to remedy this. But what are some of the signs of rivalry among adult siblings? Jealousy and envy of the sibling's success. Competition with siblings even in adulthood, i.e. trying to outdo the other sibling. One-upmanship type of behaviour may also occur. Dwelling on or overanalyzing the past and any previous hurts caused by childhood. The sibling is stuck in the past. This will require counselling to overcome. They may still talk about how horrible it was to grow up with the sibling. Still trying to get the parent's attention or win the parent over to their side. Not seeing the other sibling as an adult in the present moment. So talking to them like they are a child or dismissing their opinion as a result. Perhaps not even consulting them in relation to joint family decisions. Bragging about their great life, spouse, partner, work, friends, home etc. In order to make the sibling feel inadequate or as above to get one up on the sibling. Describing a sibling as an enemy, perhaps even treating them as such, using violent behaviour, overstepping boundaries, passive-aggressive comments, etc. Persistent interfering in the other siblings' lives. What are the long-term effects of sibling rivalry? This kind of behaviour can have long-lasting and devastating effects on siblings. One sibling who was verbally or physically abused by another can see effects in their adult relationships. They may, as adults, feel rejected by their family, have identity and trust issues and judge others on how they are treated. They may not understand empathy, give and take in a relationship and are unable to resolve or prevent conflicts. They may be socially handicapped because they don't learn how to interact in appropriate ways when they were children. As you can imagine, these adults have difficulties across all relationships, from professional to romantic ones. They may also carry on their parents' attitude with their own children and set them up for similar sibling rivalry outcomes. If, of course, you have found yourself in this situation and you feel you cannot move beyond what has happened, then a counsellor will be able to help you. 
they can give you the necessary skills to overcome what happened and deal more appropriate with your other adult siblings in the present moment. Other ways you can help yourself deal with adult sibling rivalry. There are a few things you can do to help yourself here if your sibling continues to see you as their rival. Don't engage with them. Stop engaging with any sibling arguments, bragging rights or make any nasty comments. Remember, it does take two people to engage in this kind of behaviour. Don't accept bad behaviour. If they violate a boundary, tell them clearly. You don't have to use aggression. State you will no longer put up with their behaviour and make it clear what the consequences are. Only you can decide what these will be. But siblings engaging in this kind of behaviour usually won't change on the first go around. In fact, they may not change at all and may engage other family members to cause the problem to become bigger when you do confront them. Be prepared for any kind of fallout if you do take a stand against them. Others may simply stop. They may not be aware of what they were doing if this has gone on for a long time. If you're working with a counsellor, talk this through thoroughly first before doing anything. They can be a great support here. Sit down and have an adult conversation about what is going on. It can be worthwhile doing this if you feel your sibling isn't aware of what they're doing. Simply talking it through as adults can help improve the situation. But don't expect them to change overnight either. You may need to remind them and have further conversations going forward. Please be safe here. And if you're working with a counsellor, again, thoroughly discuss this with them first. Concentrate on changing your own behaviour. When we stop engaging and start focusing on ourselves, we change the dance we do with others in our lives. What behaviours have you engaged in the past? Be honest with yourself here. It's never one-sided. Reach out and ask for help if you need to. Ask yourself, how can I change so that I can improve my relationship with my siblings? Do I need to let this person go? Do I have preconceived notions from childhood about this person? Is it limiting my view of the person as they are now? Sometimes we may have to admit we can be stubborn here and haven't moved on from childhood hurts. If this is the case, then please, as I've said, ask for help. Sibling rivalry doesn't have to continue as we become adults, but we must remember we cannot change anyone but ourselves. Work with me. Remember, you are allowed to ask for support and no one is an island. We all struggle with stress from overwhelm from time to time. And if you find this has become a problem for you, then you can schedule an appointment with me. There are links to many helpful blogs, podcasts and videos in the original post and I'll place a link to it in the description below. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. This podcast is also available in a blog format, which you can access at www.deborahbrownpsychologyservices.com. Don't forget, you can also subscribe to this podcast, follow me on social media at DB Psychology, or subscribe to our mailing list, which is full of freebies and keeps you up to date on the latest blogs and podcasts. Be sure to tune in next week 